Hello everyone, this is Trevor with Tea Time Reports. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. I'm joined here by Caden and Rush, and today we're going to be discussing a film that we all have watched recently. This has actually been my, after showing Rush this movie as like a revamp, um, this was like my fourth time or fifth time watching this film. I think I did talk about it uh, in season one in one of those little film episodes, um, but I, I think uh, this is a great time to kind of do a nice little formal review give this film its own episode and the proper time. Um, but this movie is called Lord of War. It dropped in 2005, starring Nicolas Cage. Um, it was directed by Andrew Nicole, uh, produced by Felipe uh, Rosalette. Andrew Nicole, Nicolas Cage, actually produced and it as well. Jared Leto. And yeah, Jared, well, Jared Leto. Leto's in it as well. Uh, written by Andrew Nicole as well. Uh, released, like I said, September 16th, 2005. Release date for streaming was December 19, uh, 2015. Box office gross in the U.S. was only over a little, a little over 24 million. The release date for streaming was. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, because like the, services. the platforms and yeah. stuff. I always go over that. It's a cool yeah. thing to know. Um, the runtime was a little over uh, two hours. Distributed by Lionsgate Entertainment. Produced by Saturn Films Entertainment Manufacturing Company as well. Um, you know, this was a very, very cool movie. And let me just, for context, for anyone out there who has not seen or heard about this film, uh, let me give you guys some of the movie information for context, and then I want to get all the boys' um, you know, opinions and stuff, all that. But the 20 years arms-dealing career of Queens, New York outcast Yuri Orlov, played by Nicolas Cage, serves as a window onto the end of the Cold War and the emergence of worldwide terrorism. He finds himself reassuring his more ethically challenged younger brother, Vitaly, played by Jared Leto, while adaptly sidestepping the pursuit of federal agent Jack uh, Lawrence. That's actually Jack Valentine. That's incorrect by Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke's character's name is Jack Valentine in the film, not Jack Lawrence. Um, the globetrotting arms dealer also pursues the woman of his dreams, supermodel Ava Fontaine, played by Bridget Monaghan. Um, a very, very fun story, uh, crazy. Let me give the ratings real quick, boys. 62% on the tomato meter? That's insanely low. The audience gave it an 84%. This movie... That's what I go after it. Every single time. I never go after tomato meter. I agree. Fuck that shit, bro. If, if the people like me go in there and they enjoy it, then I think I'm gonna enjoy it. But if some guy is going in there to nitpick every single tiny detail of the movie... Is not gonna enjoy it. Then I can see. I can see why. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you're gonna do that. Like you're gonna find a problem with quite literally almost every fucking movie. Yeah. Like there's always gonna be an inconsistency or something. But this movie, in my not opinion, Starship Troopers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not Starship Troopers, bro. Yeah. But in this, in my opinion, this <sighs> movie uh, is Nicolas Cage's best film. I know he won an Oscar in the '80s, but this is my favorite Nicolas Cage film besides. Probably like Two Face or National Treasure One and Two, yeah, uh, Face Off, excuse me, yeah, yeah. Um, with John Travolta. But this movie is insane. It's crazy because it's based on actual events, um, and it kind of shows you the gruesome reality of you know arms dealing, the gun trade, as well as just how meaningless life is to a lot of people in a lot of places. But uh, real quick, Rush, what were your thoughts on the movie? Genuine, like. Maybe your favorite scene. What's the biggest draw for people out there that have not seen it? Mm, my favorite scene was probably the. Uh, my favorite scene was probably it's a. Mm, There's a lot of really good ones. I mean, when they, you first get introduced I'd say to Valentine. Whenever, 
they do their uh, one deal in that war zone. I can't remember where it was. Was but it they were the end? They were no. They were selling the uh, guns basically by the kilo. They basically oh, yeah. had all the recovered guns from the evacuated war zone, mm-hmm. and they were just selling them off. And then as soon as him and Jared Leto are leaving, they're literally just shooting all like the uh, caught like captives basically that kids. were in the area. Yeah, and they were just like kids. And it kind of like just shows. Oh, like, you love that? No, I'm not saying. No, I, it was, it like, was a good scene. It though. was a good scene. It like highlights like the. Yeah, real it, shit. It highlights the uh, dark side and the illegal side as well of the gun trading. But you, that's a great scene to point out, Rush, because in my opinion, it's one of the better ones as well. Because if you initially look at Vitaly and Yuri's initial reactions. Yuri drops all of his fucking cash. Mm-hmm. He immediately, once he gets like shot at on accident, like you know, miscellaneous fire, he just tries to pick up all the money. Mm-hmm. Vitaly picks up his gun and he like investigates. He's like, "Yo, what am like? I can't just sit by and do this." And of course, Yuri, he's a really good talker, mm-hmm. very good manipulator as well. And uh, he kind of got them out of that situation. But that's a good scene. But what yeah. in what in essence do you think? drew you to maybe watch this again besides me kind of saying yo let's watch this but you know what uh, besides Nicolas Cage obviously I think he was he a good part of this for you yeah I'd say Nicolas Cage did a really good job but I also really like Jared Leto's character because like Jared Leto in a sense whenever he didn't even want to like get into it in the beginning either Mm -hmm. and it was like you said Yuri's manipulative like smooth talk in a sense get got him into the thing and especially with that quote brothers in arms yeah mm-hmm. and he got him killed that, yeah. coke, that coke got him too mm-hmm. the coke crack, got well, him exactly crack, but no he then, was clean and then whenever he got clean though he even still tried to tell him like mm. dude I have a like, girlfriend now like I'm I, trying to open my own place exactly like, and then you know Yuri manipulated him into going back again hey there's good money over there and then mm-hmm. when he goes over there they're literally at a little table trading guns for diamonds and grenades for diamonds and he looks over that hill and he's like, oh my god, bro, they're just chasing, they're huddling people around with machetes. The minute we trade these guns over, mm-hmm. they're, just gonna, they're going to massacre these people, yeah. these innocents, these kids. I mean, they even showed a bunch of, you know, this kid and mother getting hacked, like, hacked to death with machetes. Like, very, like, telling movie. And the fact this came out in 05, ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. And you look, he learned a lot about not only government actions, but, like, the privatized sector yeah of like the illegal back deals the competitive nature between these arms dealers because they literally started killing each other's friends and shit setting each other up um but i i personally besides nicholas cage giving probably his best performance in my opinion ethan hawk is a guy that you know I, I really enjoyed in this movie um and just mainly because of his nature of just he yeah. couldn't break the law and, and yuri says it best He's yeah like, no he was kind of like in a sense how like I like, uh, how would I put it? I would say Batman, but there's a lot more, uh, stuff in a yeah, sense. There's yeah, a lot Batman more... be breaking the law, Well, but... no, yes, he ba- does, Batman but at the same time, I'm talking shit, about, like, he won't kill or do but any of that. I don't know, you ever see the things where he's just like, tumbling down a guy for selling an eighth? Like, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, <laughs> but... No, but, getting, just, and t- all jokes he aside... Has, he, he just has that, uh... How would I say? He still has that. I he's, guess you would put honor. Yeah. He mm-hmm. believes in honor, and he doesn't yeah. want to 
break that by cutting yeah. the cutting the short way. But he's if also it, extremely persistent. Exactly. Oh, he's yeah. very persistent. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. even the long way for him seems just like the same. It's the mm-hmm. same way as cutting a co- corner. And I agree with that because he, Yuri said it best in the film, um, and you guys pretty much summed it up there, but he said he's a very rare breed of international police officer. He will not break the law mm-hmm. to get me for breaking the law. He won't take that shortcut, cut that corner like you guys just said. Mm-hmm. And he's very resilient and persistent like Caden said. I, he's one of my favorite characters in the movie for sure. I've really enjoyed Jared Leto. A, a very significant character as well, Vitaly was. But uh, Nicolas Cage, in my opinion, was just... Like, this felt like his Wolf of Wall Street. Like, it was centered around him. He was yeah. narrating the movie. Yeah. He was telling his own story. It was kind of like a... Loki, like honestly, a, might be my favorite movie of him. No, it is. Ever. It's my favorite Nicolas Cage movie. I think, movie. It, I I think can, it's his, definitely his best performance. I think so. Mm-hmm. This and, honestly, the, the voice acting of, of uh, that one Spider-Man movie. Oh, yeah, in, uh, in uh, the first... Yeah, that's into, like top five. Yeah, the first Spider-Man, the uh, Miles Morales yeah, Spider-Man Miles. movie, he played one of the Spider-Man variations. He was, was the black and white. Oh, yeah, that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool cameo for him. But, no, I think, in other words, like you just said, Caden, this is probably his best movie, probably mm-hmm. most accomplished and most like put-together film I've ever seen when it comes to production, art value, even the music was good. Saeed, the, the guy that played Saeed and Oz is in there. Yeah. Let me get his actual name for everyone real quick before I let... Uh, Amon Walker played Andre Baptiste, a real dictator and killer. Bro, he's a big dude, bro. He is, he's bro. He's a big dude. Mm-hmm. And he's on... Like, honestly, this this is a movie where I'm like, bro, how does he not, how did he not get more work? Mm-hmm. Like, bro, he's a good fucking actor. He steals the show. Whenever it was, like, it was him mm-hmm. and Nicolas Cage, like, I was more fascinated on his character. Yeah. Because he was a menace, bro. Yeah. He's, like, talking about his children brigades and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like, a bullet from a 14-year-old... Is just as effective as a bullet from a 40-year-old, dude. If not more effective. And it's like, holy fuck. They show potential. Like, <laughs> that show, that's that's no, he said sometimes more effective. Yeah. Meaning that, like, he's had kids who have walked up in there. Yeah, bro. And did what... I mean, but, like, it's just... Yeah, it, it's, cro- it's crazy, bro. But did you also mention that this was based on a true story? The, these are based on... Yeah. A, this movie's based on actual events and real people. Yeah. So, it is wild... Um, and it's, he also summed it up in the movie, before I let you take it away real quick, before I forget this thought, um, Yuri, you know, he talked about, cause his wife tailed him one day and she was tailed by the cops, but she tailed him to his container and the combination to get into this container full of paperwork, passports, guns, all the evidence you need to lock this guy up for consecutive life sentences, as Jack Valentine put it, um, was the combination, the combination was his son's birthday. And, you know, he was like, in the movie, he was like, uh, you know what, unlocked that safe of carnage and anarchy, my son's birthday. And I was like, damn, bro, how are you so normal about, like, what's in that safe is evidence of genocide, war crimes, massacres, Mm -hmm. illegal firearms, trafficking, and you just casually use your son's birthday to lock it up. Like, it's a normal thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm. that's fucked up. Like, that just shows how cold Yuri is, and real quick again, that interrogation scene between Yuri and Ethan Hawke, Jack Valentine, one of my favorite scenes in cinema, when he's like, let me tell you what's gonna happen, you're gonna not, you're gonna get a knock on the door, someone much higher up than you is gonna tell you, you need to let this guy go, because sometimes you guys need a guy to move guns out in the open, because you're the biggest gun mover in the world, the president, mm-hmm. moves more merchandise in a day than I do in a year. 
I just thought those like he delivered some of those lines like mm. fucking heart cold. It was yeah. it was nice to see. Mm. Um, but Caden, go ahead and take that away. Yeah. What are your main thoughts of the film? And Loki, we'll go over our ratings. Going back to the the favorite scene in the movie. My favorite scene in the movie is by far the most creative scene. Has no words. It's the intro. Where you got the POV when you're the oh, bullet. Oh, when you're the through, bullet. Yeah, the that one was cool. That was like yeah. a one-of-a-kind intro. One of one, no, it was. One of the, I mean, yeah, but also like the... Uh, oh, man, War Dogs was cool like that too, but... And it goes and the bullet kills a kid. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. just shows how like fucking like fucked it is. Mm-hmm. Like where one decision and choice and like mm-hmm. one movement... Can like alter, yeah. take, and change life. Like it's but if crazy. it wasn't that, it would have moved next. You know like, I mean? but that yeah, exactly. Like that crate got moved onto that truck. Yeah. Those crates went to that village, to that army, to that country. If it wasn't that crate, it would have been the next. No, nope, exactly. But that, the, but that's Yuri's yeah. argument the whole movie too, which yeah. is kind of brilliant, but also cowardice. Yeah. And it shows like you know he always said, if I'm not gonna do it, someone else is gonna do it. I'm fucking good at this though. That was his argument with his wife that one night. I was like, "Damn, bro! Like you're, you fell down the rabbit hole. You, like your salesmanship could have, you could have been a fucking guy on Wall Street or something, bro. But instead, you're moving guns." And he was like, he explained it. How come a car salesman leaves his work at the office? He sells a product that kills twice as many people than mine do a year, which is low key. Like I'm sure if you look up those numbers, you can probably find some kind of. This was 05, obviously, mm-hmm. but now I'm sure. It's also a movie. Yeah, it's also a movie, but you can't. You're not gonna say that in a film about real events and real people. I mean, it's, it's, somehow you just say random shit. You say random shit, but you really can't get away with something like that. That's a statement. Like, Did, is Yuri dead? I believe not. Actually, I I, I don't even know if Yuri Yuri Orlov is his real name, but let's check. Uh, okay, that is. Not him. No. Bear with Arms me. Arms dealer, it said. Um. This okay, so though Yuri Orlov is based on a various on various arms dealers, Lord of War's true story and inspiration is is mainly Victor Bout. Okay. Let me just get some information here. Um is based on notorious real-life international arms dealer. Three years before the release of the MCU's seminal Iron Man, Nicolas Cage's... I don't know why they mentioned that. Nic- Nicolas Cage's portrayal of Yuri Orlov in 2005 introduced audiences to a charismatic global war. Um, and he's... Yeah, he's not based on... It's not... Yuri Orlov isn't a real person. It's based on many people, but mainly... Just look up Victor Bout. Victor Bout? Yeah, just look up Victor Bout. Victor Bout is a Russian arms dealer, a weapons manufacturer, and former Soviet military translator. He looks like he plays hockey. He used his multiple companies... Where the fuck did that come from? Bro, he does. Look at him, bro. He's... I mean, just because the mustache? And the, the, the ah, hair and everything, bro. Yeah, this is also where it Russian? is. Yeah, he, he apparently transferred arms out of the Middle East and stuff, and uh, West Africa. During the 1990s and early 2000s, Bout gained the nicknames as Merchant of Death. This is the guy we just fucking traded back. Mm. That's crazy. So this is about him, mainly. Uh, prefaced mainly. But, uh, damn, that's fucking wild. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's been around for a minute, bro. 
I mean, this is just, I'm not going to go off topic so much here, but. It's cool. I still like um, it's fine. It's Scrolling down here. Yeah, released in December 2022. That is the guy we. Yep. We, yep. We, we traded. He is the guy that we just for Brittany Griner, bro. We yeah. Have that's Brittany. the guy. Wait, for, we just yeah. traded a dude that is legitimately marked Merchant bro, of Death. That's like Deshaun Watson for all those picks, bro. Yeah, bro. That's fucking. And, and that's picks, crazy. Bro. That like that's how like. That's crazy that it's still relevant to this day. We're watching a movie about him still right now. Like, low-key about him. Mainly about him. That's wild. Um, let's get into our ratings, guys. Out of 10, let's go around here just and briefly why. Um, starting with you, Rush. Out of 10, what would you rate this film and why? I'd just say come back to me on that one. I got a thing on that. Kaden, how about yourself? I'm going to say it was fire. I do like War Dogs better. I do. Yeah. Um, Is that just because it's more, like, modern? It's more modern, and also it's Jonah Hill and, what is his name, Miles Teller? Yeah, Miles Miles Teller. Teller. I love that. Two two of my favorite actors of all time. So that also helps. But Nicolas Cage is also an absolute baller in my category. But uh, I'm going to have to give this a solid 8.5 out of 10. Okay. Okay. So it's 8.5. And I, I agree with your reasoning. I personally, I think this movie like is the OG to War Dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I got to give it a, like an edge on War, it. Nah, War Dogs is just a better sequel. Edge. <laughs> I, 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 edge. Yeah, edge. 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 Um, nah, but I, I think just Nicolas Cage is performance alone like and especially I, I always will get behind some of the older films um, but War Dogs is definitely up there like I'm not going to sit there and say it's not because we we could definitely do a War Dogs review at some point but um, I, would, I would give this movie a 9 out of 10 I think the editing I think the writing is really well done why would you give War Dogs? I would probably give it an 8.5 what? yeah no I think that I just I like honestly I like the cast just a little bit more. I love Miles Teller. Don't get me wrong. I, he's one of my favorite actors, what about actually. Anna Darmus fine act. I, she's she's always just bad, but she was literally just barely in it. But like, I I just don't get me wrong. Both movies fairly interesting, great stories. Um, but uh, I I just think that in my opinion, I I just like this movie more. I think it's written better. The editing, like I said, the score, and honestly, don't get me wrong. War Dogs has that comedic aspect. But there's just something about Nicolas Cage kind of just owning a movie. Like, a le- legit, just mm. own, dropping his nuts the on stage. Stud. Yeah, I mean, he's Jerry fucking Orlov. Yeah. You know? I'm going to walk out of here. I feel like you he know? plays That's, himself. Like, I feel like Nicolas Cage does that in real life. Sometimes. I feel like that is Nicolas Cage. Like, he's low-key Yuri Orlov, bro. Like, maybe, maybe not doing that, those, those things. No, he's doing like, it, bro. The mentality. The, the, same, like, like the, the way they carry themselves, I feel like that, that's how Nicolas Cage but, carries himself. I mean, life. from him to Jared Leto... I think it was a very, very well done movie. I one of my favorites ever since I was a kid. I remember watching this initially, genuinely. I think I was like fourteen. And I'm like, I fuck with this movie. But like, I, after watching it genuinely, like I said at the beginning of the episode, like for the fifth time or so, I love it even more. Like every time I watch it, I just I fucking one of those movies. So much rewatch value as well. So that adds a factor and a variable into my rating. But I'll give this movie a nine out of ten. How about you, Rush? 
I'd say nine as well. Nine. I'd give it a nine as well. I honestly like it because of just how the the realism that it shows. Because mm. it just kind of depicts that picture for everybody. Like it not, doesn't. Nobody, n- nobody that's probably listening is in the fucking arms trade. Yeah. You know, like it just kind of highlights that business aspect. The and mainly in the illegal side. Yeah, it educates you on it for sure. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it uh, it shows a realistic you know, kind of street level perspective and de- like definitely like, it's just brutal. Like it's straight up with, so is war dogs. Don't get me wrong. But like, yeah, he's like, I traded with front. I, I feel every as if in, in all world. honesty, like that Lord of war was a bit more like realistic. You liked sense. it more? Yeah. I liked it more than war dogs. Don't get me wrong. War dogs had, it, had like war dogs is a great fucking movie. They're both great movies. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong, but I like this one more in the sense because it's also at, at the same time it's not whenever Hollywood was trying to also lay in a one-liner every fucking second of the film. And War Dogs didn't do that, but like the vibe of that time it came yeah. out kind of like it, everything but, else was saturated. It Dogs, was a truth movie. War Dogs but, was was more towards the script though. Like it was, it was more towards like what actually happened. Like this was a mix up of a bunch of a bunch of dudes, you know what I mean? I agree, but I feel like at the same time, I understand it was a mix up of a, a bunch of different arms dealers. But I feel like, like it they did... even they had the real guy, the real dude in yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But like, I think it showed not only the consequences and the the effects and co- <laughs> yeah, like the no, dominant no. dominoes way more, yeah, bro. It does. Like it showed literally a child and a mother getting fucking macheted. Yeah. Jared Leto trying to stop a deal, but they still mm-hmm. finished the deal, so they massacred that village either way. Because Yuri's like, if it's not my guns, it's someone else's. The yeah. whole movie, that's literally the thought. That's like the, like, you can't stop it, is like mm-hmm. what you kind of see. Like, we will always have violence in society, and people like that are still pushing it because mm-hmm. they think that way themselves. Yeah. Like, they're not saying, oh, I'm going to stop. Let me stop selling guns for two weeks, see what that does. I don't know, it might help, might not, who knows? Well, I mean, it didn't really show that it helped. No, dude, someone they, else will they do walked, it. Well, not even that. They walked up to his door where he lived, and they were like, are you not selling guns anymore? Literally to his personal residence. Yes. A, uh, you're, you're speaking of Andre Baptiste yes. and his son. Yes. Literally a, pro- a dictator of a country. Rambo. Yeah. And he, and, yeah, like literally, he was like, "You still haven't gotten me the gun from Rambo." He finally got it. Yeah, he finally got it towards the end, but then he ended up getting fucking killed. Yeah, by uh, Jared Leto Vitali. Vitali. Yeah, but uh, at least at the end, Vitali tried to do the right thing and stop what he could. But it just, you know, it's the sad thing about this movie. Not not in a bad way. Is just that the underlying like story and lesson is just showing that this is going to be a never-ending problem going forward, especially the more of the modern world gets. I mean, they were talking about how in some places in Africa, you can get an AK for the price of a fucking chicken, which I fucking believe. Yeah, I fucking believe that, bro, because there's so many guns out there. At the beginning of the movie, he's like, and this is obviously 05, he's like, there's a gun for every 10 people in the world. My question is, no, how do a I... Gun for every, a gun for every... Uh, 12? One gun for every 12, so how do we arm the other 11? Yeah. And it's like, that's his thought, because that's a capitalistic kind of mindset, and nothing wrong with capitalism. It's completely legal. Excuse that bump on the mic there. Um, but, you know, it's... <laughs> uh, you know, one of those things where 
you know, it's kind of sad because you don't see, like, the light at the end of the tunnel. And especially in, like, a story like this with, uh, with arms dealing because it's just so much money in it and there's so many players and so many wars going on. They were talking about, like, fucking seven conflicts in ten years, like, between countries in Africa in the 90s and shit. So, like, that's just wild. Probably more than that that just aren't reported on and shit, but just crazy to think about that in, like, retrospect, but... I'm glad that we all liked this movie, and I hope everyone out there will give this movie a chance. Uh, again, if you guys don't follow us on any of our social media platforms or anything like that, be sure to do so uh, at Tea Time Reports, and make sure you check out our website at Tea Time Reports. Hopefully, it looks okay for y'all. Uh, you can access all of our social medias through there as well. Um, let's go over some of the critical reviews on this film. Well, obviously, like I do every episode, there's good and bad. The other thing that I did, the other thing that I did like though was the whenever, um, whenever they got Simeon Wise, the competitor, for oh Gary, yeah, the dude they, and um, like, whenever he fucking, whenever he finally, whenever uh, Yuri finally killed someone, he like kind of had that like trip. Yeah, he was like, what the fuck did I do? You know what I mean? Like, he just wasn't sure if, like, he wanted to kill. The thing is, though, is he's selling the stuff to kill. Yeah, And everything like that. And he, something he has to live with. He's got a lot of guilt on his conscience, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't escape it, and it showed that. But he's yeah. trying, but he never will, because he resorted back to his ways. Got his brother fucking killed. That yeah. shit. Um, but the first uh, quote here will go by, and we'll all just, you know, maybe give our opinion on it. Is done by a Michael Clark. Yuri is Mr. Nichols Michael, uh, Michael Corleone from the Godfather trilogy, directed by Mr. Cage's uncle Francis Ford Coppola. Uh, both Yuri and Michael put family first, quote unquote, with their words, but make them last with their deeds. That's that's a great way to put it, honestly. Um, the next quote is done by Allison Rose. Uh, Cage has the bravado to pull off the role of the cocky dealer with going toe-to-toe with rival dealers and dictators, not to mention Interpol. Yeah, like, you were talking about this, Caden, this, mm-hmm. like, and even you, Rush, you were like, no, Caden said this earlier, but he play, he's like, he's playing himself. Mm-hmm. He's just a cocky asshole. That's mm-hmm. what, like, bravado, he's like, like a, walks in with confidence and shit. I like that. This next one. <laughs> um, this next quote is done by Alberto... Ab- uh, Alberto A, um, a lazy movie that is interesting just at times, <laughs> full reviews in Spanish, alright, gave that a, we'll look for another bad one here, done by Rob G, um, the movie ultimately crushes itself in a vice of self-loathing, I mean, I guess, but I, I don't see how, like, self-loathing in a sense of maybe just self, I guess, reflecting and pity mm-hmm. trying to make everyone feel bad for Yuri I don't think anyone felt bad for him I don't think you should right um, what is half black comedy where like a fine grown up movie half thriller half black comedy what does that mean yeah that's a quote dark comedy I'm guessing uh, would be what they're trying to say would be like uh, I don't know how there was com- I mean there was yeah, some, yeah, there yeah. was some like but, comedic yeah, relief, relief yeah. but I mean, I guess it is kind of dark humor in some aspects of like, even Yuri was like, 
not taking it seriously when presented the actual, you know, consequences of what he was doing all yeah. the time by everyone around him. His mother, his father, his brother, his wife. Um, everyone wanted him to stop, but he just kind of just brushed it off and still went around the world and made those deals. Yeah. Uh, we'll go, we'll do two more, a good and a bad. This next quote is done by Dave Calhoun. Uh, Nicole is no stranger to hot-button issues, but he outdoes his previous efforts by injecting the satire of war profiteering in the in the Halliburton age of a wicked arsenic wit. A lot of big words in there, but I imagine, uh, you know, talking about, you know, the hot-button issues, he's clearly done some movies talking about real-world issues before, but I guess he... According to Dave here, uh, shout out to Dave in real life here that we know, uh, Dave Abel, that's it, that is, you know, Caden uh-huh. was like, shut up, um, but according to him, you know. He, and I did that because Ronaldo scored. Oh, Ronaldo just scored, okay. I didn't even know what you said. A little bit of a, uh, yeah, I, okay, Ronaldo just scored. Um, but yeah, no, the, the, the wit of it is good. I think he's referring to like genuinely the editing, like <laughs> Ronaldo scored, but <laughs> But it is cleverly like put together in a sense of like showing, I guess, different perspectives while Nicolas Cage is narrating the whole thing. And like I said, the writing is really well done in this movie. Um, one more quote Wait. here. This is a bad one. But Why are we talking about Dave Abel? Because this uh, reviewer was... His name's Dave. Oh. Um, that one's from July 14th, 2007. Yeah. This guy, uh, Joe L., said, I'm beginning to get discouraged by Andrew Nicole. Yeah, I mean, I guess that... Uh, let's look at Andrew Nicole real quick and his, I guess, filmography. Um, why not? So, it looks like... Well, Gattaca. The Truman, the Truman Show. Show. That's kind of a, a break-the-mold movie. The Terminal's good. The Sleeping Dictionary, never saw that. Lord of War, I like that. Oh, End Time with uh, Justin Timberlake. I liked that movie. He's definitely fallen the fuck off, but... What is Anon? I don't know. 2018. We'll check Anon real quick. the latest quick. movie. Oh, with uh, oh, is Clive Owen. Is that yeah. the one movie where they're in the... I don't know this movie, though. Never mind. And in your future, private memories are recorded in crime as almost... Okay, we're going so... off the script. <laughs> oh, no, we're going off the script, but, you know, I'll maybe check that out, but... Yeah. Um, everyone out there, thank you so much for tuning in to another uh, film review. Hopefully you guys enjoy these episodes, and if you guys want more and want films requested, definitely hit us at our social media platforms or the email, which is readily available. I got something to say to the people. What's that? So, if you want to be successful this week, keep edging all day. I love you. Peace out. Uh, take that advice with and listen to tea time while you're doing. Yeah, no, maybe don't associate don't us even with go to edging. Work. Just, but... just, just quit. <laughs> just okay, <laughs> bro. Drop out. If you're in school, drop yeah, out. Yeah, bro. Okay. <laughs> oh fuck! Instead of doing anything productive. Yeah, bro. Just edge. Forget your life, I guess. But again, make sure you guys genuinely, you know, if you guys do want any movies suggested. Hit us at our social media platforms again. We're available on all platforms at Tea Time Reports. And check out that website, like I was saying, uh, teatimereports.com. Greatly appreciate all the support and all the new viewers and people listening in. Rush and Caden, thank you guys for hopping on this episode. It's greatly appreciated. Everyone out there, stay safe, stay awake. Peace out.